You're listening to The Mom Inspired Show, episode 119 with Jamie McLaughlin. Welcome to The Mom Inspired Show. I'm your host, Amber Sandberg, and this show is created to inspire, encourage, and add a little extra fun to your day. Hey, you guys, I'm super excited to have Jamie on the show today. I wanted to do something a little bit more laid back, fun, girly, and so that's why I decided to have Jamie on the show today. She is a makeup artist that has created an amazing course, especially for moms, to be able to just take care of ourselves and, you know, make ourselves pretty and keep it all simple. I know with having kids, especially little ones and babies, it is so hard to do all these things. And we just chat about how to do the little things, right? And and how it can make us feel better and just to know what season of life we're in and what self-care looks like in each of those seasons. So I hope this inspires you to maybe put on a little mascara or a little bit of lipstick and just enjoy being a woman. All right, let's go to the show. Jamie, thank you so much for coming on the show today. Yes, thank you for having me. So I like to start off every show with an icebreaker on travel. I am a travel agent, so I love picking everyone's brain about where their favorite vacation spots are and why, and this can be with or without kids. Awesome. I love this question. So um, my husband is actually from England. So um, we have had the opportunity to travel to a lot of really, really cool places, um, mostly with our kids, um, which has been a really cool experience to kind of see them travel um, to different countries and just kind of see how they function and what they eat. And um, it's really hard to pick what my favorite place is. um, Because again, we have been to so many cool places, but I would say that, um, you know, we go to England, um, we go to London probably every other year we try to do it. Um, and, um, this past summer, um, we flew without our children to Italy, um, and we went to Rome, um, and we went to Florence and I would say, um, Florence was beautiful. It was Mm. really, really cool. We were in the, um, kind of tucked away in the countryside. Um, and that was really awesome. And I'm going to add one more in. Yeah, Um, go ahead. We actually went to, um, a couple of years back, we went to, um, Ibiza or Ibiza, depending on where you're from. Oh, interesting. Yeah. I didn't know Um, they said it. I I didn't realize they say it different than Ibiza. They, yeah, they do. So they actually say it with like a TH. So I beat the, um, and that's how everyone from the UK kind of says it too. Um, so yeah, so we went there, um, for about a week for my sister-in-law's wedding. And that was just incredible. It's such a small Island and the food was so good. And the beaches were just so laid back and family friendly, even though it's kind of a party Island. Yeah. Um, it's still <laughs> really cool to experience with the kids and just watching them on the beach and eating all the different foods. And it was really, really cool. That's awesome. So where do you fly into when you go to Ibiza? Like where's your main stopover? So we fly, what we do is we always, anytime we go to that side of the world, we always fly to England first. Okay. Um, and obviously we have his whole family's there. Everyone he knows all lives back in London anyway. So we always make a double trip out of it um, when we travel somewhere else. So we fly into um, London first and then London is such a big hub that there's so many flights out of there sure, yeah. um, and obviously all the little surrounding countries. And so it's super easy to hop on a flight and I think that's like, you know, an hour away. Italy is like oh, an hour away. Nice. Like is like Everything's close. Away. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. um, so London is like our main hub. We kind of spend a few days there, spend some time with family, get accustomed to the new time zone, and then we'll fly out to our next destination. Awesome. So, 
Yeah. That's really cool. I, I'm actually going to be interviewing a woman for, so I'm, I'm starting to add in just travel episodes. And so mm-hmm. she's living, she's from North Carolina uh, or no, sorry, South Carolina. She's from Charleston, but living in London right now. Um, mm-hmm. And I'm going to interview her on just picking her brain about London and all that stuff. So you just yeah. saying that is just making me be like, ah, even more oh, the reason gosh, to have her yeah. on for London. And, and like you're saying, she's like, she's piggybacking and going to so many other places. Yeah. I mean, as I talk to her, I'll probably be like, okay, let's, okay, we're going to have to like ring this in. Yeah. <laughs> Cause I could just like end up talking about that the whole time. Oh my gosh. Yeah. It's so, it's so hard. And once you like experience travel and you experience different countries, it really opens up your field of vision and you're like, oh my gosh. There are like a million places that you could travel yeah. to. Like this world is huge. So it's really I know. Cool. I know. If only money grew on trees, oh you know? Gosh. Yes. Yes. <laughs> a lot of my discretionary money generally goes to travel. Um, and so, uh, it, but yeah, I'm always like, uh, I'm like, I need even more to go to the places that I want to keep going to, especially if you're paying for four people, you know, we have two kids. So um, mm-hmm. it all just adds up pretty quickly. It does. We have four kids. So, uh, so four kids. Yeah. So for yeah. you, for sure. Yeah. yeah. It's definitely, it is really hard. And I think that one thing that's really helped us is we've totally shifted our perspective to, um, kind of what we value. And like, you know, a few yes. years back we had a really big home and we realized that like, we didn't want a big home. We want a smaller house and we want to travel more. And so we just kind of have learned to like reallocate our money where we really yes. want to. Yes. Um, and that's been really freeing for us to know that like, we're choosing where we want to spend our money. We don't have yep. to do what everyone else does. Exactly. We can choose. So it's fun. I encourage everyone to get out. <laughs> yeah. Get out of where you normally are and, you know, go see some other people. So it's yeah. Cool. Well, that leads me to my next question about asking, um, what your name is and, and how many you have four kids. So I would love to yeah. know, um, their ages, but let's first jump into what's your first and last name and where are you from? And you just said you have four kids and then I'd love to hear their ages and then we'll jump into how you got to where you are today. Cool. Um, so my name is Jamie McLaughlin. Um, I am a mom of four. Um, I have a wonderful husband, Stuart, um, who, like I said, is from England. We have four babies together. Um, I, we, I'm from Phoenix, Arizona, but we just recently, about seven months ago, moved to the Dallas Fort Worth area. Um, and that's been a big change and it's been amazing. Um, Texas has been really great. Um, and the children's ages. So we have, um, an 11 year old girl, um, we have a seven-year-old boy. We have a three-year-old girl and um, a little girl who's 18 months. So wow. And so you out. travel with them. I mean, that's amazing. I mean, we right do. there. Yeah, that's pretty awesome that uh, you've been traveling with for... And now, has the youngest one gone already? So she, she actually has not gone to England just yet. Um, okay. This past summer, just my husband and I went just because it was too crazy sure. going in the summertime with all of them. And we had a wedding to go to and it was mm. just for adults. So, um, we started traveling. I've always traveled with the babies, but we started doing really big trips with the first older two, um, obviously before we have the second, um, and the, the older two have just are the most incredible travelers. Like they're so happy with like jumping on a plane. Aww. They're excited about eating whatever is brought to That's them. They're awesome. so about like sitting in front of a TV for hours without restriction is like <laughs> gold, you know, when you're on a 10 hour flight. Yes. Yep, you Yep. Watch all the movies. Kids. That's awesome. Um, so they love it. Um, it's definitely a challenge with the gr- younger girls because they're so close in age. Um, but you know, you just have to kind of 
shove them into it and just say, this is the way it is. This is how life goes. And they get used to it. So I love it. It's I love challenge. It. It's hard. You know, sometimes you upset people, but you know what? Everyone was a child at some point. So get of course. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yep. I always feel bad for the people that their kids are having meltdowns because I just know like oh, how yeah. much that brings anxiety to the parent yes. because they're just trying yeah. to manage it. And so, yeah. um, yeah. Oh, on our last flight home from when we were coming home from, um, Italy, yeah. I just magically showed up with someone else's baby in my arms. And my husband was like, whose baby are you holding? Oh my goodness. And off the flight, I just couldn't tell that this family I know that was lady need a break. <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, I'll hold your baby. I'm not a creep. I have a bunch of babies. Like it's yeah. fine. And she just handed me the baby. And was like, Please. <laughs> yeah. So, that's how you know you're desperate. You're like, here you go. <laughs> yeah, yes. So I'm the first to help someone else, but always yeah. have grace. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Okay. So <laughs> I, again, like people are going to be like, okay, we get it. You want to talk about travel? Yeah. <laughs> That's not why I brought you on. No. <laughs> this, this is a habit of mine that I'm like, oh, so sorry. So it's hopefully so everybody funny, just so loves tra- travel um, <laughs> and that they can listen. And, um, but I do really just love that. And, you know, I think to hearing other moms traveling, it kind of, um, it, it kind of gives other moms like, oh, okay, so if she can do it and she has four yeah. kids yeah. Um, or if you've traveled with the three, it's yeah. like, oh, maybe I can do this yeah. after all, you totally. know, it gives them totally. like the courage a little bit to, yeah. to, to try it. Um, yeah. so- the first few times, yeah, they're, they might be difficult, but your kids will get used to it. And it just yeah. creates a really good different set of values for them and a new normal for them. So yeah, it's good. Totally. I love it. Okay. So let's just <laughs> jump into, um, where you are today. Um, uh, one of the things that, uh, why I thought this would be fun. So the, the week that I'm going to air your episode, it's going to be my birthday week. So I thought this would be so fun fun. to air this type of show. And once people know what you do for a living, um, they'll realize it, but I just thought it would be so fun and girly. So, um, how about you share with us what you do, and then we'll jump into the backstory of how you got to where you are. Sounds good. So, um, I, um, Let's see. So currently right now, um, I teach women worldwide how to implement, um, self-care habits that are sustaining, that are easy, that are simple. Um, I teach them how to do their hair and makeup virtually. Um, and, um, it's a really cool way to be able to connect with women. Like I have women who have my courses in 22 different countries, which is totally awesome. That's amazing. Um, but I've been able to help women just kind of come out of that survival mode in motherhood and learn to value and take care of themselves better, but also like have fun while doing it. They, I teach them how to do their hair and makeup so that they feel good and they have a bounce and a pep in their step. And, um, you know, just when you feel confident, life is different. When you feel good about yourself, like life is fun and it's different and it's joyful. And it's really cool to be able to teach, um, really simple and easy and strategic ways for moms to spend a minimal amount of time on themselves, um, but still value themselves and honor themselves and just really create huge transformations in you know, their mind and how they feel, um, and how they think about themselves. So, yeah, no, um, I love it. I love it. And, and I want to add to you, I want to add to that. Like, so, um, Jamie's going to be giving um, the mom inspired listeners a special discount with an affiliate link that I'm going to share with you guys later. So that if you are interested in joining her in all of this, we have you hooked up. So I want to throw that out there. Um, I'm excited um, for you to share kind of what you do, because I do think that this is very easy to overlook or just feel like it's too much of a luxury or 
Um, they're just trying to make it through. But listen, if you are a mom of four and your youngest is 18 (laughs) months, I'm thinking we can, we can do this. We can do this. everyone. So how about you share with us, um, how you got to, how you got to where you are today, like, um, becoming a makeup artist. And then we'll kind of just walk through your journey of how you are doing the business that you are today. Yeah. So, um, I have been a hair and makeup artist for 14 years. Um, that has been the most incredible dream job ever. Honestly, like every time I say it out loud that that's been my career, like I get goosebumps. Like that was like a dream come true for me. I've worked with a ton of, excuse me, amazing people. Um, I've done, you know, anything, anywhere from weddings to photo shoots, to production sets, to red carpets, um, high profile clients and just moms and, you know, everything in between. And it's been really, really amazing for me to have that experience. Um, And as I started to get higher up in the number of how many kids I had, um, I kind of realized that it was getting very difficult to kind of get out the door and to leave those babies and to just have that constant disruption of, because there is no consistency. And there were times where I would be on set for 17 hours or six hours or two hours. And I never knew how long I would be on. It would depend, you know, there's so many different variables in it. Um, and same thing with weddings. And it just was really hard to have clients during the week and then have the weddings on the weekend. So um, as I kind of got to baby number three, I kind of started to feel God like whispered to me, you know, it's time to stop. It's time to stop. But I'm like, no, this is my dream. Um, and for about two years, I kind of kept going and kind of pushed through the chaos and had baby number four. And finally, after baby number four, I was like, you know what? Like, I know God is going to move me into something totally different. I'm just going to be obedient. And he said, stop. I need you to stop doing clients and stop doing weddings because I have something bigger for you, which was really cool for me to just kind of sense and know. And so, um, after 14 years, I was like, Nope, no more clients, nothing. I stopped. And then within a few weeks, within a few months, he, you know, I just had a bunch of things line up that just led me to say like, okay, before you were able to affect change for women and how they felt about themselves in a really cool way, tangibly hands on. And you were able to do that, you know, one-on-one with people, but now I want you to go bigger. Now I want you to be able to reach women instead of just that person in front of you. I want you to reach more and to know, and to teach women, you know, that, it's amazing and great and wonderful and life-changing when they love themselves and they feel good. And yes, maybe, you know, some people might think it's, um, it's vain or, um, it's selfish to, you know, do certain things like do your hair and makeup or even care about that stuff. But there's so many studies that say differently. It's not vain. It's not selfish. Like it really is psychological. You act and behave differently when, your hair and makeup is done. And when you're dressed and when you have a bra on for the day, like you're more (laughs) productive when you put a bra on, like it's just a simple thing, but it creates a huge shift in your day. So, um, so yeah, so it started, um, at the end of 2017 is when I created my first ebook. And then all of 2018, um, I spent the year working with different people, um, and creating my full course. Um, and it's just been really, really awesome to see how it went from this little, little teeny idea of kind of pouring out, you know, it started off me just saying, everyone wants to know what's in a makeup artist kit. If you see a makeup Mm, artist, you're going to say what's in there, what do you use and why you use it? Everyone wants to know that, especially if that makeup artist has done their hair and makeup. So, and you know, and they've liked what it looks like. So I was like, you know, let me just write out everything that I love. That's in my kit that I know works for every different age group and different skin types and different colors and different things. You know, I'm going to put that in a book. And so that little book and that little teeny idea for like a minimal amount of 
you know, passive income has turned into this huge business that, um, at the end of this year, actually, uh, my husband was able to uh, quit his full-time job and stay home and kind of support the family um, and the kids so that I could do this full-time. That's amazing. And I mean, I know that, so I, I love talking to people, not just about what they're doing and why they do it, but I like talking to women about these different careers that they're doing or going after these passions, because I have so many moms that listen to this, that either want to transition into maybe outside, a get outside of a corporate job and go into more mm-hmm. something creative, or they've been at home with babies for a long time and their kids are getting a little bit older and going into school mm-hmm. and they want to do something. And so I love being able to pick their brains about how did they go about doing it? Because I mean, part of me would be thinking, did you ever think like, who's going to buy this? Like, how am I going to make this that this is so appealing that they're going to actually want to buy this? And this is the thing that I always see feel is challenging is you may have a really great idea, but it's always the marketing that's to me, the challenge of conveying what's so amazing about it. So totally. how about we back up and just talk about, you know, you moving from the makeup artist in the the traditional sense to doing this and um, how difficult or easy would you say this journey has been in regards to um, figuring out your price point and Mm -hmm. how are you convincing people um, to want to buy this? And, And did you have a platform? Like, how did you actually get this in front of people's faces to have people in 22 countries being part of, you know, your brand and all that stuff? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's a really good question. And a lot of people, I think what they tend to do when they see anyone who's reached any level of success is um, obviously they don't see the work that goes in underneath. Right. So I think it really, I was, I was able to establish my expertise because I had it because I was really confident in my abilities as a hair and makeup artist, because I have seen the work that's out there with some of the artists and I'm like, no, no, you know, you guys are making it way too complicated. Um, and so I had a really good, um, sense of confidence in myself from the get go. Um, I was able, I've always been an entrepreneur. Um, and I think the biggest thing that people need to remember if they're moving into, um, a place of being an entrepreneur, starting a business or creating something is you can be your biggest cheerleader or you can be your biggest roadblock. It's all about your thoughts, your, um, your mindset, um, and what the things that you say to yourself, the things that you believe, you really have to learn how to master that first. Um, so you really have to have confidence in your abilities and confidence in your knowledge, and you have to be able to master your mindset. You can't have those negative thoughts, not to say that I don't have them. It's something that I have to, you know, as a human have to consistently fight. Um, but going into how I actually made it happen was, um, Number one, I am not going to give myself all the credit. Number one, like I'm very obedient to and uh, sensitive to um, how God is moving in my life. Um, Number two, I seek out and am happy to reach out to people that are doing what I want to do already. Um, and maybe in the same scenario, maybe in a different, you know, category of, um, you know, what, what product they're pushing, but I am a learner. I don't care if I'm not the smartest person in the room. I don't want to be the smartest person in the room. I want to be around people who are going to teach me. And I've really been, um, blessed with, 
a lot of people who are how, who have been really willing to share and just say like I can you know you've been able to help me in this way and I'm happy to you know help you in the business aspect. So sure. when I first had this idea of you know this course or whatever, I was connected with somebody who also has a really big following and she's absolutely amazing. Um, her name's Ali Casaza um, and she helps women um, declutter. Um, can I just, just tell you that I'm doing unclutter like a mother right now? Yes, <laughs> she's the best. I love her. Yeah. She's- changing so many people's lives. Um, so her and I actually got connected. Um, and that was towards the end of 2017, I think it was. Um, and I actually initially helped her. She had reached out to me and just said like, Hey, you know, my business is booming, but I don't have the confidence. I don't know how to get myself ready. Can you help me? And I was like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So everything that was in my ebook, I gave to her and I was like, listen, here's these, you know, these foundations, this is why you want to use it. This is how you want to do it. When you go on camera, this is what you want to put on in the application process. And these are the colors that you need. And this is how to cover a breakouts and, you know, all these tools that I knew already, that's just second nature to me. I gave to her and she was like, holy crap. You know, after a, a week later, she messaged me and was like, that was life changing, <laughs> like awesome. life changing. Yeah. I feel confident I can get in front of the camera. Um, so she's been a really big part of, um, just kind of helping guide me. And she's been an awesome friend with just helping me through the process. So, um, she's been really good. I did have a, a platform before it wasn't, um, as big, it's kind of slowly grown. Um, but I've had followers for a long time. So I've been an artist for a long time. So when they found out that, you know, oh my gosh, this girl, Jamie, she did my hair and makeup for my wedding. And now I can have access to like all of her secrets. Like, yeah, I want it. Yeah. That's <laughs> amazing. Yeah. Um, So do you feel like you got the following because you're an artist? And so that kind of fits with Instagram more, you know, it's the pretty pictures and all that stuff. Do you feel like you just slew, you slowly grew that platform? Um, just with people wanting to see your different hairstyles and your makeup styles and all that stuff? No, because I actually don't post that. And that was the hardest part. Um, so again, I've been a hair makeup artist for 14 years, YouTube and Instagram beauty bloggers were not a thing when I started, it was not a popular thing, right? I was self-taught. I went through the trenches. I took classes, you know, it was trial and error. I did clients for free. Like I put the hustle in, I don't do YouTube videos. I, I have a, had a really hard time and that was the hardest part, you know, going back to that self doubt. That was the hardest part when I started this, um, you know, the whole courses is because there are people that give their content out for free and, you know, it's really hard to convince people, or I thought it was going to be very Mm. hard to convince people, you know, okay, well you could get this for free on YouTube. Why am I any different? And here's why. And again, it goes back to knowing your value. Yeah, there's stuff all over on content on, you know, on Pinterest and on YouTube. And you could spend hours going into that rabbit hole. But here's what I've done. Number one, I'm not just a beauty blogger. I'm not sharing products that, you know, these companies have pushed on me. I'm sharing products that I've used for 14 years. And I'm using products not because someone told me to tell you, but because I've paid for it myself and I bought it over and over again. And because it's been used on grandma Jean and on the bride and on the bridesmaid and on all these different people and on the red carpet. And I can tell you that this handful of five foundations, they're going to work for you. It's just about which one you like better. And I, you know, so I really was able to differentiate and, and put myself out there as an expert because I am, you know, my experience is coming from working on thousands of faces, not just my own. And so the fact that I can value my knowledge, um, really, 
when I'm marketing it, I'm fishing towards the pe- those people that are actually going to value it too. Um, my stuff is a comprehensive guide. You don't have to spend 20 hours looking for how to do your foundation. Nobody has that time. But what you can do is you can buy the course, log in, and you can have you know all the content right there broken down in little videos. And I'm straightforward and the videos are two to three minutes long. We're moms. Like we don't have time <laughs> to spend yeah, 10 hours on exactly. our Exactly. Yeah. So I've made it really bite-sized and easy. So again, just um making sure, you know, again, that I've just valued my knowledge and expertise and just kind of translating it to people and teaching them that it's so much more than lipstick. It really is. When you look at lipstick, yeah, it's it's superficial. But let me tell you, when you are ready and when you feel good, your life is transformed and you have more confidence and you speak better and you speak differently and you're flirtier with your husband yeah. and you're, you know, there's so many things that it affects. And if a little lipstick does that, why wouldn't you, you know? Exactly. Yeah. I totally hear you. And so I think too, like, um, many moms just might be thinking, yeah, like, oh, that sounds really amazing. But what, like, wh- what do you try? T- what are you trying to convey to moms when they're kind of just feel like, they're stuck, right? Like, yeah. Like what, (laughs) what kind of inspiration do you want to give them when they feel like, you know, it's going to take all day to even just get their normal clothes on. And then you're kind of like, yeah, and let's get some makeup on your face. So, Mm -hmm. um, what do you tell those moms? Like what, what do you do to suggest to them to help them? Like, you know, it's like they're breastfeeding and their shirts Mm -hmm. all crazy. Mm -hmm. And it's just like, ah, you know what yeah. I mean? And, and you're just trying to get out the door without killing all of your children. So totally. Yeah. What, what, what's, what is some advice that you would like to give them? So, um, and I do this a few different ways. So I have every month I do like a free web class for moms and it's for that purpose. If you're in the trenches, if you're struggling, like I've got a free class for you that you can take, that's going to walk you through how to do this. And, and then I, um, also do self-care challenges, um, four times a year. And so the reason why I do those different things is because, you know, obviously different people are going to gravitate towards different things, but ultimately what I try to do is I try to say the reason why you are struggling in this area or the reason why you're, um, you know, feeling this way or feeling low or feeling those baby blues, or you're not feeling confident is because people think that taking care of themselves should be secondary and it shouldn't be. They think it's secondary in contrast to other responsibilities, but what they don't know is that you're never going to be fully successful in anything else unless you yourself are fed, you're healthy, and you have the energy and the confidence to sustain the life that you've created for yourself. It's so important to realize that you have to be taken care of. Like there is a reason why the airplanes say, put your oxygen mask mm-hmm. on first. If you are passed out on an airplane because you put the babies on before yours, you can't help your baby. You have to put it on first so that you can fully function and you're breathing good oxygen and not the same thing goes for every single day. So I really try to shift these moms and just say like, yeah, you're exhausted. You don't feel good. You don't do because you're putting yourself last, right? Everything else can wait. Obviously, you know, we have to feed babies and do all those things, but it's just about shifting our priorities and making us realize that, you know, you are not, you don't have to be last and being last is not a good strategy for your family. Yes, self-care is about you, but it also affects everybody else in the room. And so if you want to feel good, if you don't want to feel in the trenches, if you don't want to, you know, whatever, all these things that most moms feel, if you don't want to be lonely, if you don't want to be, you know, feeling lost, start with yourself, start with your mind, start with your heart, start with your body, start with your appearance. 
Because you, again, like I said, you could be your biggest cheerleader or your biggest roadblock. And that could be in parenting. It could be in volunteering. It could be in your job. Whatever you do, you're the only one in your own head. You're the only one that can really spark that motivation and say like, you know what? No, I am going to take care of myself because I feel better and I function better when my blood sugar is even because I've eaten today. So um, yeah, so I really just say if you're feeling that way, it's because you're putting yourself last. So just do it. Just yeah. flip it and just put yourself first and wake up five minutes earlier and mm-hmm. eat. <laughs> yes. And this is coming from a mama for everyone. Yes. So yes. let's do it. Um, so uh, we're almost at the end of the show, but I wanted to ask you, what are some of the most frequently asked questions that you get from your customers or on social media? Oh, okay. So one of them, um, Again, I feel like you've kind of asked it too, is um, how do I find time Mm. to fit in self-care? People ask me personally, how do I personally find time to fit it in while running a business and having a family? Or how do they find time? Number one, self-care is going to look different in different seasons of life. If you have a newborn at home, your number one priority isn't going to be your lipstick. Your self-care is going to be resting and sleeping and Mm. eating. And, you know, making sure that your milk is coming in, you know, that is your self-care right there. So you have to really comprehend and lean into your current season. Anything beyond that newborn season is when you really want to start to think about, okay, not now I'm not in survival mode. How can I really be strategic? And so my answer to how do I personally find time and how do other people find time to fit in self-care is you don't find time, you make time. Anything that you make a priority will get done but you have to shift your mindset about self-care. And again, like I said before, instead of it being a treat or being a luxury, you Mm -hmm. have to remember that it's vital. It's not a luxury. It's vital in order to be successful as a mom, a business owner, or a wife. So you have to shift it and just say, I'm not going to fit it in. I'm going to find time and create a space for myself where it fits, where it makes sense, and where I know it's going to serve me and my family the best. Yeah. No, I love that. And then I would say one more question that I get often is, um, because I'm in my early thirties, I just turned 30. A lot of people think that my course, um, will only fit for people Mm. my age or my season. Right. And that's one thing that I really have to explain is it's because my experience is coming from doing makeup on thousands of other people and different every age that my expertise is in all of that. I'm not teaching you trendy skills. I'm teaching foundational skills that you will be able to use on any skin type on any age. Um, and obviously it's, you know, broken down in little pieces so it can be modified. And, um, but yeah, it's foundational skills on how to get themselves ready and get ready efficiently. You know, you don't, again, like I said, you don't need to spend hours and hours on yourself, but five to seven minutes on popping some makeup on will make a big shift in your day. Yeah. And I was going to ask you, I mean, not that my whole audience is trying to just do, you know, videos kind of like Allie was asking you, um, but mm-hmm. people who are wanting to do kind of Insta stories and stuff like that, mm-hmm. are, are, are you talking about that in your courses, like how to look a certain way when you're doing more um, things on the phone versus just everyday life? Do you, do you go over no, that at all? I don't because the the thing that I try to do, and that's the hardest part, and that is another big misconception about makeup is that you have to know different techniques for different things and you have to, um, you know, do this and do that and do all these different looks and and you really don't. That's awesome. Um, Okay. Just because because you stay home, you know, for me, what I recommend is I say, do your makeup the same every single day. 
unless you're literally a news channel host, right. you know, like <laughs> yeah. you're on camera, that's yeah. different. With but HD. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Right. HD is totally different. But for the most part, yeah. you're not, don't do your hair and makeup because other people are going to see you. Do your right. hair and makeup because you feel good. And so what I teach is get your rhythm, get your good core products that you love that work for you. Get, you know, I teach, um, there is an application order and there's a reason why you go in that specific order. There's mm. a reason why you do it that way. And so I teach that and I say, you know, do this. You don't need to skip any steps just because sure. you're at home or you're out. Just get in that rhythm. And by the time that you do it enough, you do it frequently, it's not necessarily something you have to think about anymore. You cut down on the decision fatigue because now it's just a habit. And now you just look good consistently throughout the day. So I really don't. It is very foundational and simple and just straightforward and says like, here's the different categories of makeup. This is why you want to choose these products. These are the different products you can choose from. And this is how you apply them. Here's two different ways to apply foundation and why you want to apply Either way, here are the main brushes that you should be using. And it's all minimal and simple. You don't need to spend a million dollars. You don't need 27 brushes. Like you need six. Like you don't need all this stuff. Exactly. And that's totally different and like counter, like not normal in the beauty industry. Right. Normally they're like, you need this. 5,000 things. Yes. Yes. And I'm like definitely against the grain in that sense. Um, Yeah. By just saying no, like tone it down, like find your core products. You can swap out a lipstick and your whole makeup will look different. It's just about simplifying and automating and making it something you don't have to stress or think about. It's making it easy and obtainable and sustainable so that we can get back to raising our families and doing our jobs well, but we can do it well feeling good. Yeah. So that is really cool. As we wrap up, I will mention um, that special link for everyone to get that discount. But Jamie, I just want to say thank you so much for coming on the show. I could just keep talking to you just like, you know, having a girlfriend on. So I appreciate (laughs) you coming on and uh, talking with us. Yes. Thank you for having me. It was awesome. Hey, you guys, I hope you enjoyed today's show with Jamie. As I talked about on the show with her, that she has a special discount for the Mom Inspired Show listeners for her course that is just for you guys. So instead of paying $129, you guys will get it for $97. I am going to put all that information in the show notes. So make sure to go check out the show notes to find her courses and use the link to get that special discount. Also, if you guys want to get the show notes and the podcast episode in your email every week, make sure you go and subscribe to my email list. All you have to do is go to mominspiredshow.com. You're going to enter in your name and your email, and that way you won't have to remember when my episodes air, and you will get all the show note information right in your email. All right, you guys, I hope you enjoy the show, and I'll see you next week.